pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Keela Kadkalar, the bard slash cleric. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. I am Chris Trott, I'm playing Lucius Viren, Elowin Elanastro, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. We filmed a fun little sketch for D&D Beyond that you can check out on our YouTube channel. Just search High Rollers D&D and give it a watch. It's probably the most professional thing we've ever done. You can check that out with the link in the episode description. Anyway, onto the episode. In our airship construction downtime, we get to researching some of our most elusive topics. Welcome back to Erois. Last time, the party have traveled to the sky city of Gusthaven, a magical flying city of law and magic. Sadly, Lucius hopes to be reunited with his family, are dashed after discovering that they were killed in a magical accident every time. A conspiracy soon begins to unwind, and at his family estate, Lucius is confronted by a masked vigilante called Moonstar, who believes him to be a fraud and tells him to leave Gusthaven. With a hefty payment in the form of will and compensation from the Crown, Lucius commissions an airship to be constructed for the party in their quest to protect Erois, as well as an alliance with the noble house Viranor to construct a hidden base in Gusthaven. Meanwhile, the rest of the party head to the Empyrean Archives, a colossal library where they aim to research various topics. Nova inquires about the Eterna and is led to meet with Dean Alessandra, priestess of Hesper who has been afflicted with vampirism, but also knows much about the alien beings and is even accompanied by one, a great golden lion man called Helios. Um, The party have weeks before the airship is ready to fly. They have subjects to research, a crew to hire, and a conspiracy to investigate. And that is where we begin today's session. I believe that we left things um, with having done some sort of metagamey out of game kind of like, right, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, spend the money. Um, Was all money spent and everything, all of that, I believe so. You guys scratched off everything. Um, So now... Remember all those things that you told us to think about? We didn't think about them. Well, that's what today's session is going to be for. Now I do... So I will tell you, um, we're just going to start a fresh day. So long rest if you haven't already. Nice. Um, You have... uh, 
I would imagine that uh, given the alliance with House Viranor, the three sisters of, of House Viranor, um, offer you some temporary accommodations while things are being built. Ooh, nice. um, just as a place, a base of operations. The Masons. The Masons, they are indeed the, the chief architects and Masons of Gusthaven. Well remembered. That's why I don't need a notebook. Yeah, it's all up there, is it, Chris? It's all Trump? up here. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> it's the thing as well. uh, I think it's in the group chat, actually. Mm. Once again, the weather is perfect. The, the weather of Gusthaven is maintained by the magical device. Um, that protrudes from the main castle, uh, and it keeps the weather at a very temperate, cli- you know, calm, nice, warm weather. The city is busy as always. People are always coming and going to and fro on Gusthaven. Merchants bring in new goods from the lowlands. They take back Ethereum to be used um, in the production of, of, you know, tools or weapons or food or whatever it happens to be that it's being used for. Uh, the refineries chug away. Uh, ref- Ethereum is brought in cages, dragged through the streets by halfling crews, and taken into the refineries to be processed. Um, and it is a busy day. I will tell you uh, that I know some of you want to do some research, and then Lucius, you have the task of, perhaps with your companions, uh, figuring out a crew, uh, as well as a name, and what kind of um, resources you want your airship to have. So I think that that's what today's session (laughs) is going to mainly be. Lots of gold. Um, Shall we do research first? Because there is a set process for those of you who wish to research things. Mm. Okay. So, the way the research works is I'm actually going to use Xanathar's Guide, which has a set way of downtime research. So, a character needs access to a library or group of scholars, which you have. You have access to the uh, Ethereum archives. Uh, Each character who is performing research, which I believe was Nova, Sentry, and Quill, you choose one topic that they wish to research, and you spend one work week of studying and researching. One work week? Yes, so it takes you over a week. So, uh, Sentry and Quill, you both have to pay a minimum of 50 gold to use the research, to use the library in general. Okay. Nova, because you have the library access background feature, you don't pay that. You've got a library card. Yeah. Literally has a library card. Having fun, isn't um, it? Everybody should sign up to the library. Now, okay. I will also tell you, you can choose, at this point, uh, during the week, you can spend, choose to spend more gold, and that will give you a bonus into a check that you'll make at the end of the work week to determine how much you learn. Right. And you spend it in increments of 100 gold, and it equates Whoa. to a plus one bonus. Um, so it's up to you to choose how much. Now, remember that each you're each going to make a check individually. Mm. So like Quill, for example, might choose to spend 200 gold, but that bonus is just for his inquiries. And we'll go through the narrative of what this is and do a little bit of role-playing afterwards, but just to get the basics out. At the end of the work week, you roll an intelligence check um, with an additional plus one bonus for each 100 gold spent. If you have an access to a well-stocked library, you make the check with advantage, which you all do. The Imperian yeah. Archive is, nice. the prem- is, the, is the predominant center of learning pretty much on Erois, so you absolutely get advantage. Um, Nova... I will. I was going to give you uh, proficiency for the check, but your library access is just basically going to reduce the cost instead. So it's an intelligence check with a bonus depending on how much gold you spend, right? Um, and that's pretty much it. So after a week, so you each need to just name a topic. Now, I did rem- write them down. Nova has like three to pick from, but Quill, you wanted to look up City of Glass. Yes. So that would be your topic. Yeah. So I guess that was in addition to helping Sentry as well. Well, so. it's independent checks. So you can either conduct your own research or you can try and help Sentry with hers. Uh, I will help Sentry with her. Okay, so you don't want to make a check on the City of Glass. Yeah, because I think it, it, that, that plays into that scroll case I have anyway, because that was talking about the City of Glass too. It does. It doesn't really give you much more information. Like, you know that by researching it, you would probably be able to ascertain a location, 
Um, and the way it works, by the way, is like depending on the check, you will get pieces of lore ranging from zero to three pieces of lore about your chosen subject, right. which can include location, secret information. If you were to research a person, like let's say you wanted to be like, we want to study Calistarbane, you might learn his weaknesses or his resistances to things. You can actually find information that will be mechanically useful in the game. But for a thing like a location, you might find out where it is, if there's any rumors about it, if there's any kind of legends about it. That that sort of thing. Um, okay. So, do you want to still just want to help Sentry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. I guess. So, Sentry, you wanted to look up Solvin. Uh huh. So that was your basis for your research was just Solvin in general and, and what happened to it and everything else, right? Yep. And then Nova, you had like a million things to Three. research. Three. Yeah. You had Hadar, Kalistarbane, and Zakira, and then Eterna. Uh, no, the Lerdalan. The Lady Land, yes, sorry. I and you felt like you I could, could just go. talk to Alessandra. You can, you can. Researching will probably be more direct, like, result. Talking to Alessandra is just, we'll have to role play out and gain information. Boring. Oh, wait. Role sorry. play. Order century research? Solvent. Oh, so that's, I'll do the seat of glasses. So you will, you'll yeah. independently okay, sorry, I, I thought that's what you were doing. Yeah, no, century was um, researching Solvent itself. Yeah, I'll do seat of glasses. Okay, cool. Uh, does anybody else want to do any research? I'm with Lucius. Okay, so you're going to do worship stuff. I think the it's over a week. It is over a week. It's over a week, so you can like. Put yeah, you can do other stuff. Like everybody's going to be involved with the airship stuff, but obviously I know that researching is probably that not research. Yeah. It's probably not, not the research one type. For the library. I will okay. research self-help books and how <laughs> to get over entire family deaths. Cool. Was there like a dummy's guide for that? Dummy's guide. You don't, what, you don't need to pay for that. The guy who wrote the books, the, the guy that you said, a guide know. for everything. I don't know. Oh. No. Yeah, I've totally forgotten his name. Who knows? Okay. Um, so, for those of you who are researching, decide now how much money you would like to spend. How much money, if I sold my two lightning cable launchers, one of which is broken, one of which is still functional, how much money would I get for those? Um, I would probably say about 500 gold each, well, for, for the fixed one, so 500 gold for the fixed one and then 250 for the broken one. It's pretty cool. Mm. Hmm? It's pretty good. Yeah, because I don't really like them. Well, Does anybody else want I them? mean, us two have got the lightning lure thing and that's like exactly yeah. what it is, isn't it? Well, I mean, it, it drags them it pulls stuff 15 back. feet. Yeah. Or if it were to anchor into a heavier object, it would pull you to the heavier object. I guess mm. lightning lure doesn't do that, does no. it? <clears throat> but. Yeah. If nobody else in the party would like them. Does anybody want a cable launcher? It's essentially like a Batman. It's like a 15 foot grapple. But 15 foot. Imagine pulling someone into your hammer. Like you don't even move the it's hammer. The lightning lure does the swing forward. I'm happy to give you my fixed <laughs> one and then sell a broken one. Yeah. yeah. Do you only need one? Yeah. Oh, you can yeah. only well, equip sell one. The broken one. Well, actually, no, I'd say you probably could equip two, but you'd probably have to alternate them. Well, if you, if you want, you can have the. Oh, might one. be good for range if I need to get near someone. Fifteen foot. Yeah. But it's the nice thing with Ayla is she can move up, then use then. it, and then. So if somebody's just out of your range, you could try and grab. Or if something's in the air. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. yeah. If you want. So Ayla wanna, takes the fixed one. If you look, um, take the fixed equipment. It's, it's an equipment. called a lightning cable launcher. Pretty badass. That's very. I don't believe it requires attunement. And then if. I mean the um, the Agora, the Aether Agora will buy pretty much everything off of you. So yeah, what are you smoking at? Just going. And I guess well, in this time I'll also uh, attune to the Bandore as well. Okay. If, if we say that we're going to the Aether Agora to sell, I want to sell the broken one. Mm-hmm. Can I sit? Can we pick up the tran- uh, the 
This takes so, place over a week, so yeah, yeah. You pick up all your items. So everyone needs to equip, equip a messenger ring. Nice. Messenger ring? Yeah, I think Mark has already put it in our... Um... It's already in D&D Beyond. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. is this the uh, telepathic <coughs> This talking. is the telepathic communication. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess if I sell the broken one, 250, if mm-hmm. I could spend... A wondrous item. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe it requires attunement. The messenger ring. I don't know whether or not to spend both of it on one thing or... I mean, you also have to pay 100 gold for Quill and Sentry to do research if you're paying oh, okay. group fund, so, because it's 50 gold each. Okay, well, I'll, pay, I'll spend 100 on these two researching, okay. and I'll spend another 100 on Hadar. Okay, so you're going to get a plus one bonus. Hadar. So note that you're going to get a plus one bonus. What? Either Ooh. of you guys want to spend any money? Rhiannon? Yeah. I'll spend some cash. Yeah, you got some monies. Yeah. How much I, spend? I have no um, money. I think I'll spend a hundred. So you get another. You get a plus one bonus as well. Cool. So what's your normal intelligence modifier? Uh, minus one. So you'll just go to a straight d twenty roll. Nice. Gain a plus one bonus. Okay. You will have advantage. No, cool. I've got like no money personally. So okay. Like... All right. So in that, that case, do you, to, do you want me to give you fifty? Fifty will cover I mean, we, the base cost. Uh, totally, already Nova's paid already paid for the base yeah. cost. Uh, I, I mean, do you, you do have more money. It's just I don't want to spend loads of money on like. Because we, we do still have like some bars and loot and stuff. Um, I just I feel like city to... glass is quite important though, and I especially with mm. find the prime. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, like so, we do have in the fund the opal scroll case, which is two hundred. Um, one ruby statue, which is one hundred and fifty, and then four hundred um, in silver bars. I was just trying to save it for like one week. You know, do all this yeah, I mean, we, we also have six hundred and forty-eight. I wouldn't mind a bonus for City of Glass. Okay, I'll sell. Uh, one you can just the, think, the trade items. They'll just you can just use those as their gold yeah. equivalent. Yeah. So, like the scroll case would just give you could use that and have a plus two. Bonus. How much do you want? One or two? Uh, just the one. Just one. Just the one. Actually. Okay, one silver bar then for you. Okay, cool. so you get plus one bonus in your roll. Nice. Okay. Ty. Anything else? In that case. All of you make an intelligence check with advantage. And wow, a week has just passed. Not, not Lucius or Taylor. jump in time. Well, this, we're going to have other stuff happen throughout the week, yeah. so I'm just going to have you roll this now, and then... Intelligence. Wow! Oh. What did you roll? Shit. Really bad. When was that? Is it the saving well, well, throw intelligence? No, it's just... It's standard, just, it's just okay. Plus your, and it, so yep. for you, it'd normally be minus one, yep. because you get the plus one, it's just nothing. So okay. just what you roll on the dice with advantage. So highest result for you? Oh, I'll do advantage. Sentry, yeah, with advantage. Oh, 19. Okay, so highest result was a 19 for Sentry. Um, Nova, we'll save for Tom for last. Starbane and Zarkira. Uh, just the one topic, so oh, just, just Hadar, one. yep. So it's one week, one topic. Only one topic. Okay, Hadar then, um, 15. 15 for you, okay. So that's two pieces of law for Sentry, two pieces of law for Nova. Nine. A nine is just one piece of law. It's still something, but yeah. so. Oh, damn. With advantage and plus two from the intelligence and the gold. I will give you two pieces of law. What am I doing in this time? Ooh. One piece of law for. Well, we'll talk about that now. Slips of paper. This is <laughs> true, D&D. Two pieces of law for Nova. So, to roleplay out, so the, the way this works is. The three of you spend a week, and you do assist each other, and you spend time um, meeting with nobles of Gusthaven, the various noble houses who have rarer collections of books. You occasionally might have the, the gold that you spend kind of covers you paying them you know, a little bit of money to access their stores or their equipment, bribes, gifts, so that you can get access to their rarer collections. 
you spend some time working with scholars, hiring assistants to literally go through huge sections of the Empyrean archive. This colossal collection of tomes and books and scrolls and just pouring through them, looking for references to the, the topics, Hadar, Solvin, the City of Glass, cross-referencing things as you find them, where one book mentions another researcher, you then go and pull out their categories. And all of this takes cost of time and money for assistance and things like that. But eventually, at the end of that work of that week of work, you have gained snippets collections of information pulled from different sources that you know to be factually true. So that's the other thing with these things. These are not like rumors. These are not things that could be true. These things are, you know these are true. You've proven these that multiple facts. sources, these are facts. We also had to spend a lot of money on like yarn and boards, cork boards, boards, kind of pulling boards together, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, pins, yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> Even little things like buying parchment and books to like make notes in and things like that. You also have to pay to access certain things at the library apart from Nova, but it's all covered basically. Um, so you guys can read through those and you're, you can share with them in character as you wish. You should do it as a group. Okay. I'm busy. Don't oh, talk yeah. to me, Quill. <laughs> what? But I found some All information. Week. I'm busy. He's what? doing therapeutic art. <laughs> what have you been doing? Is he paint? Is Lucius painting his ship? Yes. <laughs> it's just literally like with a canvas. And I've gone through like I'm just surrounded by paper. No. Next. I mean, one of these is going to be fine, Lucius. I've tried to tell him this for a while now. Honestly, just sitting being this guy's bodyguard, I am so bored. I need to switch with someone. I need because... another pen and quill. What? You've been Not through you. five! <laughs> You've been through five! Come on! No, I snapped the nib again. Uh, oof. <laughs> but such cruelty to quill! <laughs> Smeek is there, obviously. Of course he is. Um, <laughs> Smeek's really bored. Um, He's a fantastic artist. He does is landscapes he? behind my airships. It's wonderful. Back. So he oh, goes he over, he oh, picks up like a brush. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate it. No, it's fine, Lucius, it's fine. I hate it. Wait, is, is Sneak actually like doing some good art here? Let's or? see how good his art is. <gasps> Yay! What kind of art? I guess that would be a... Hand. Dexterity, I guess? Sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, what's... I Maybe it's got plus two decks. I rolled a natural 20. Oh! oh! Smeek, the legend of Smeek <laughs> He looks at the painting and you can tell he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's actually, he's looking out the window at like the blue sky and the clouds and he's just copying what he can see. But his little goblin hands are so deft and he can do these little delicate moments where he just like scrapes the paint away and then he dabs it on a bit. And it's not, a, it's not beautiful artwork. Yeah. But you can tell that there is a genuine talent there within like, he's just like, rah, rah, rah. we can make some money from this. Oh, I could like he, he, he could be like a practice. street performer. We can come and see the the magic painting goblin. Like we can <laughs> we can make some money here, guys. True. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm just imagining this is Kim. I'm just imagining you know, those pictures where you, the the videos we see elephants and monkeys <laughs> painting. <laughs> it's very much like that. Yeah. It's, there is like a skill. Like he's clearly yeah. able to, but it, it's not art as in he's inspired yeah. by something. He's just copying what yeah. you can see. But there is a, a dexterity to his hand and like, you know, his, his beautiful strokes. Oh, um, and he just kind of like, he has to pull over a stool next to Lucy and he like paints the art on his little canvas after him. Good job, Smeek. Lucy! Yes, absolutely. No, I still don't know. No, no, I don't. I what did he say, Nova? Uh, huh? He, Nova, you didn't hear him. Uh, what? <laughs> Hadar, huh? 
She's like got books. I just got like uh, so imagine Nova's just a wild look in her eyes, like loads of dust in her hair, and like her hair is looking even more disheveled than ever. And she's just like, yeah, just she's just reading. How? Huh? How did your research go? We're doomed. Are we? Oh, we're doomed. What now? I have dar bad. So what, bad. How bad? Oh, no. What oh. did you learn? <laughs> what day is it? I, um. Have I slept? Smallsbury. What days are The days aren't named. Okay. The days are just numbered. They're part of the cycle of the month, like basically. It's three. What? <laughs> not anymore. What? Have what I slept recently? I have you? I don't know. You no. kind of. About a week ago, you kind of ran off to the library and we haven't really seen you since. Uh, hi, Quill. Hi. How did your research go? You, you smell awful. Oh, real I bad. smell real bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm just. Yeah, you got what? like some good old eye bags going on there, buddy. You need to like have a nap. I'll box your drug. No, I think I'll so. box your drug. Shh. That's a yes, I think. That's She's a had yes. a productive week. Please have a nap. Is it? Well, I'm going to search Loderland next. I just wanted to get into to Hadar first. Hadar is bad. Really bad. We're getting um, bad. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, his name is only found in the oldest of history texts, um, going back to even the be- beginning of the founding age, the beginning of history. And um, oh, he's old. <laughs> he's super old. He's old. He's old. Um, Siaska referenced him. Right. Is she said in the dark beyond is full of creatures and beings that would. Consume the light of what I have built here. Consume your very essence into utter oblivion, my children. You are safe here, beneath my light and in my arms, and I will protect you. But beware the darkness of the void, for Hardar's hunger is endless and eternal, and even the greatest man I have ever known has not the strength to find it. That's Starbane! He did, uh... The Starbane is the strongest man she's ever known. And even he couldn't be... The unending hunger of the void beyond cradle. Yeah. Yeah? We're all if, doomed if anyway, that up, we just go and have a holiday. If the cradle falls, Speak says yes. Speak, I think that was a yes. That's yes. Uh, he's like, he's just, I am bored. When will food be? If the cradle falls, bad. Right. But Darbane was fighting Hadar? We already knew that. Right, this but that's what I mean. Why he here? So, but why would he want to destroy the, get break the cradle to get to Aroes to another planet to fight? Clicky shark. But the bad. Isn't Star he then allowing Hadar to get to Aroes? I mean, you see, Starbane. Does he seem like the sanest person in the world? You don't seem like the sanest person in the world. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell, Ayla. Huh? I'm sorry. I zoned out. Okay. It is the 6th of Feron, by the way. It's the sixth m- month is Feron. The middle Feron. month of the what long night. Three. <laughs> 6th of Feron. And Feron is the middle month of the long dark, which is the three months that signify the end of the year. Oh, cool. We're halfway through. And the end of time. You're halfway yeah, through. You're the end of the world. Nice. I'm not surprised. I'm a little crazy. His stuff I've been reading about Harris. Yeah, dangerous reading. Sounds like there's still more. There's <laughs> like still he was more. trying to read. Oh, okay. <laughs> still more. Please, All right. Please tell more, Nova. Tell me more. I want to know. <laughs> nice please. segue. I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if, if I go back to Vortensar, I might be able to find more. Um, because uh, apparently, the, my ancestors 
decided, you know, who dabbled in the plano um, they, they, they tried to make contact, and they did make contact with Hadar. Um, Is it like the time when we accidentally opened some portal and let Starbane in? Did they do that, but with Hadar? Well, this, 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 all the, all the high elf scholars and the Ganassi who, who made contact using clonal magic. Um, using with, the illegal magic, yes. Yes. It's not illegal, it's just misunderstood. Very illegal. Um, so they all, they all went mad and they killed everybody um, and then fled the city and the only thing that remained was a message um, in blood on the floor saying the void hungers. A message in blood. Oh, a message in blood. Oh no. I mean, I've never read a message in blood that sounded good. I thought Starbane was bad enough. Do you guys believe me now? Do you believe me now? We didn't not believe you. Can we just make that point clear? Somebody didn't believe me. So... Scully. Scully didn't believe me. Well, we can... Nova, stop eating your book. Don't eat your book. Don't eat your book. We can get you proper food and a nap. Please. (laughs) Put the book down. I think I need to lie down. We're doomed. We're doomed! Are we doomed? Oh, well. And then I I'm just going to fall asleep. <laughs> How's the drawing going, Lucius? It's rubbish! I scrunch it up and throw <laughs> another one away. Again! Smeet goes after it, unravels it, starts eating the paper. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nova's just fallen asleep on the floor, by the way. Aww. Just like, just completely passed out. It's Nova. Quill's holding his book like, but I have things to share. Sentry? <laughs> oh, go first, please. Well, the City of Glass... I found out a little bit about that. <gasps> yeah. A tiny bit, not okay. much. A tiny bit. It used never wakes up again. <laughs> yeah, I literally just said <laughs> lore. <laughs> you said lore. <laughs> the city of glass is the ruins of a city that used to be called Kamina. Kamina. Yeah. Kamina. Okay. And it that was a town in the exalted domain of Giselle near Gisela, which is now called Gisela anyway. Is that a continent? Uh, so yeah, so um, I've mentioned this briefly, um, and Century would know more about this, but in the past, during the war and before the Sundering, um, the locations of Eros, Eros was one big continent, but it was split up into places called the Exalted oh God, Domains, which were like man. kingdoms. Yeah. They would have a, r- a ruler called the Divine Sentinel, who was chosen by the gods and blessed with all sorts of abilities and stuff. Um, but then obviously the Sundering happened, all the continents got split up. And the continents kind of took their names from the old exalted domains. So Gisela, which is, um, you visited it once actually, when you went to Imixan um, in Session Zero. Oh yeah. Uh, the little okay. kind of port town in the mountains. Um, that is on the continent of Gisela, uh, which is the neighboring content to Savona. So it's like Gisela, Savona, and then you guys are now over here in, well, Voxar's here, and then Sky City. Or well, yeah, it says near it's the really heart. going to town on Gisela, it. near the heart of Arois. He's yeah. fucked my body. Um, and it's where maybe the sharpie. Too. It's where warriors and knights used to train to fight, but it was attacked by a large battalion of the Court of Shadows. Oh no! Um, it was hit by an immensely powerful spell from one of Callus's battleships that transmuted stone, wood, and living matter into glass. So it's the ruins of a city that has now been turned into glass. Oh, that's awful! Um, but at least we know. But now we know where it is. The continent, where the it continent, is. The continent, at least. And you yeah. know what it was called as well. You yeah. know the old city name, Kamina. The ruins of Kamina. Ah, oh, good work, Will. That's so awesome. So that's that. I could have got more, but I kept getting distracted. That's excellent. <laughs> By Smeek. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, Tugs on your feather. Thank you. Somebody pulls, pulls one of your feathers out. Ow. Starts <laughs> writing with it. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> okay. It's so useful. 
Century. Thanks. Yeah. What did you find out? So I had a read about solvent. I just wanted to know what happened to it and if there was any way that we could, any way that we could probably find it better. Um, so I've learned that, uh, well, solvent was once one of the exalted domains of Aroes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a place where gardens are created. Me, hey, hey. That's you. It's me. <laughs> um, and it was ruled by the divine sent- sentinel Genevieve Astoria and the Astoria family line. It was destroyed and sunk beneath the ocean during the Sundering. However, much of its technology still washes ashore in the Hawk's Dawn and the Starfall hmm. Ar- Archipel- Archipelago. Archipelago. Well, that's... <laughs> Smile. That's east of. Um, I can't say that word either. Story. I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hawkstone is east of Voxar, and then the Starfall Archipelago is um, between Al Saraf and Savona. Hmm. So, that's cool. And then uh, I also read about um, Volcanos as well, because I wanted to know if that was still active and still alive and mm-hmm. all good. So, um, I've learnt that uh, Velena herself uh, shaped Volcanos. Um, and there are many large volcanoes still alive on Eros today, but historians are convinced that the Dawnbreaker Mountains on the coast of the Hawk's Dawn archipelago, archipelago. are the remains <laughs> of Volcanus. Oh. So well, we, we might be able to find it. Then. Yeah. And then the people say if the Stormbreaker, or if the Dawnbreaker is Volcanus, then Solvin would le- likely be found beneath the waves nearby. So if you can find the Dawnbreaker, we could find Solvin. Underwater adventures. Yeah. Well, that's that not well. too far. That's that actually not. is not too far from Voxar. No. So, that's pretty good. I can go see my home, even though it's underwater, but I can go I see mean, my home. I mean, it's going to be hard to find still. Yeah. I mean, on the coast of Hawkstone Archipelago, that's huge still. It's massive. But I can breathe underwater now. I yeah. I, I can, can go under together. <laughs> I can Girls breathe got under it. water. Yeah. We're good. I mean, you're going to be swimming for a long time. We don't know how deep this this city no, is either. We don't. But it's, it's a start. You know, we, we're narrowing it down. We're narrowing <laughs> it down. Well, we might be able to find... Well, I was going to say we might be able to find specific places where things are being washed up, but that's dumb. Ignore me. Well, we could if it's nearby anyway. Well, then... technology washes ashore yeah. from Solvin. That could be useful anyway. The Hawk's Dawn. So we can look mm. for clues and well, look for bits and bobs. It's a better idea than we had before. Books, guys. Start. I told you. Books, amazing. Books are amazing. And just a point: you guys can at any point, like, if you want to make research on other topics, if you want more information, if you're like, okay, we know a little bit about solving, but I want to go deeper, you can do this again. You can spend another week of research, but obviously that is a week of time. So it's just time when you're not accomplishing anything else. You're just doing downtime stuff. If we have another week, I will do Laird Learn next. Okay, sure. depending on what we do next. Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we still have to? Um, you don't. Also, you don't have to do the research here. Yeah. You can go to like any place that has a well-stocked library or historians, like scholars. Like, for example, the Wild Elf clans don't really have libraries, but they a lot of their stories are passed down through their elders. So you could, if you found like a group of elder Wild Elves, you could go and ask them about the Lairdland, and then they might have answers. Or the City of Glass, you might be able to find like the Arakoka Messenger Guild, like they might know more and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. th- this is basically, this is an option you can take whenever you're in a place that you think you can do research. Okay. Be cool. So we probably, I mean, we've got some time until the airship is done, I guess. Yeah, you're all together. I'm assuming that you kind of sync up in like evenings and stuff like that and, and catch up on things, so... Um, so we probably need like a a list of like places that we are actually trying to go to. 
a quest log, so to speak. Sure. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm trying to remember all of the tiny little things that we need to do. So, City of Glass, or now Kamina in Gisela, that's for the Find the Prime things. Finding Solvin is another one for you. Uh, finding out more about the Ledland for you. Yeah, who knows? I guess staying in Gusthaven and figuring out the rest of the El Anesto, uh What do we call that? The El Anesto fiasco. fiasco. Yeah, sure, um, just trivialise his family's murder. Well, great, yeah, great job. El Anesto fiasco. Yeah. It's got a nice little, little ring to it there. Uh, Valley of Storms to get the weapon and to stop the storms in Voxar, mm. which is wild. Um... What else is there? I'd like to find Make more Make sure we don't Tiang- get Starbane to kill us. I'd like to find more of Tiangong. More of Tiangong. Helios is also here now. Hi. He's not, he's not with you, so he's still, <laughs> he's still with... Um, uh, okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll basically, it's when you leave, he wants to come with you to help find other fragments of Tiangong. Get Valor back. This get is Valor quite back. a big list, yes. honestly. Um, are we doomed before said list is going to be completed? Probably. Which is the most important? Uh, I mean... Most important. Airship first. Airship first. Most I think I've got a design now. You think? Okay. That I can put forward to the architects. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, to, the architects are building the base under the estate. Um, it's Lillian Sprocket Shipping Company that's making your airship. Is it respectable? Can we see it? Yes, it looks like this. Ooh. For podcast listeners, uh, he's just lifted up a Jesus shit. Jesus Christ! Oh, wow. really I was expecting something shit. awful. Holy crap. It's called the Storm Chaser. I love Storm it. Storm Chaser. Nice. Yes. And so what I've got is, the silhouette is kind of almost like a lightning bolt. Well, okay. So the sails kind of cut in and then make the shape of a lightning bolt. The front is almost like a mouth with teeth that goes to a big point. So it's kind of intimidating. I want the colours to be muted uh-huh. so that we can be a bit more uh, stealthy, concealed. See what I mean? But we have painted filigree on the sides. What? And maybe some weaponry design on design mark. <laughs> what? Yeah, what does that say? Mark 18. 18? I'm yes. actually Only surprised 18 it was so quick. Iterations. Only 18. By Lucius. Age. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> But yes, uh, I'll put this forward to them, and maybe they'll come up with something. I don't. Know. You can, you can, you can go and see them now as a group if you wish. I genuinely yes. expected yeah. this to be terrible, Lucius, and I'm quite impressed. I'm impressed, and the well, landscape in the background. I thought you were going to put actually... something really tacky on the front. <laughs> it's also heavily inspired by a lot of things. So the colours are purples, like my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, my own clothing is purple. Noticed. We can have a crest on the top, maybe we, we think of a, a group crest, that sort yeah. of thing. We can go on one of the sails in the middle, okay. that sort of thing. And also, it's heavily inspired with the muted colours in the darkness by a dear old friend, Nightfrost, who I think, you know, would be a good motivation to do Aww. good by him. Absolutely. That's lovely. That's, He's I'm, the shadow in the sky. I'm impressed, Lucius. Genuinely. Um, I don't know, what, what were you expecting? No. A I terrible mean, job. No, yes. no, I mean, Honestly, after yes. 18 I iterations, I, I did see I some of the ones I was losing hope, I'm sorry, but I've been in this mess of There paper is like, like piles of paper. For a like week. Everything. Around. I can't... Yeah. Well, Perfection is required for such a grand vehicle of the sky. Can't have any more crashes, can we? No, no, no. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. no. 
No. No. Well, if you want to, you can take that design down to uh, the docks. Well, I'm sure they'll make modifications based on actual structural integrity and that sort of thing. I'm sure there's some pieces here that need to be modified. And have you figured out weapons and... There's a couple of side weapons, uh, but I don't know what they are, so I'm going to have to have that discussion. Okay. Go back and forth what they can offer me. Well, we can all figure that out, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you can all go down, let's go. The docks of Gusthaven are called... The, it's called Cloud Harbour, or Cloud Harbour District. It doesn't take you long to travel down there, and you begin to see the great masts, the sky sails, the elemental rings of many great ships, all varying in design. There doesn't appear to be a singular design that all the ships adhere to. Some of them are long and sleek with uh, drifted, like kind of swept back sails. Some of them are wide and thick, almost like warships with great elemental ethereum rings that kind of surround them. Um, some of them almost have like giant balloons uh, that kind of keep them uh, lifted off, off you know, into, into the air itself. But the docks stretch along the, the widest part of the island that Gusthaven basically formulates itself on in the sky. And all of these different docks have been built outwards on using uh, metal and wood to kind of construct a scaffolding out of the side of the cliff itself, outside of the, the island itself, which just about covers the uh, protective barrier of the weather. So the winds and the buffeting rain and storms things don't kind of get within the, the docks themselves. There are many warehouses, there are many shipbuilders all kind of stationed around, but Lucius leads you to one in particular. Um, it's a smaller affair with a small dock near one end of the, uh, the, the Cloud Harbor. Um, and you can see that as you begin making your way down towards it, you see less and less humans and halflings and more gnomes. Um, gnomes smaller than halflings. Uh, many of them have um, very unusual shades of color in their hair. Uh, they tend to be muted, but strange hues. Um, you know, dark blues, purples, dark greens, dark pinks um, for their or their hair, their facial hair, and their you know hair hair. Um, and they they cluster together in little groups. Uh, they don't. They kind of like eye you a little bit suspiciously as they move around, but they're polite and cordial enough. Um, but they kind of stick to their own. And you eventually make your way to a building which is called Lillian Sprocket Shipwriting Co. Um, and you can hear the sounds of banging wood and nails and, and all sorts kind of going on inside. Um, and as you approach, there is a young uh, female gnome. Um, she has like dusky pink hair and like large pigtails. Um, she's wearing like a leather apron with tools and all sorts at the front desk. And she looks up and she's like, why hello, can I help you? And she scratched that, I'll, I'll redo another design. No, Lucius, I've got new ideas no, now. No, Lucius, I cannot she stand won't like it. it. I can't stand it anymore. Can I just snatch the paper off of Lucius and hand it to the no? <laughs> uh, she like looks up and she's like, oh, thank you. Um, I'm guessing that this is Lucius Ellen Astor. We had a commission request coming yes. in. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll just go get my mom. She's like, oh. And she like trundles off and, and she kind of calls out and she's like, uh, Bellin, Bellin, come on. And like, uh, you see another little kind of a younger male gnome and he takes her position in the seat and he's like, hello. Just gonna watch the front desk here if you don't mind. There's uh, seats over there if you like. Okay. Do you uh, guys want a drink or food or anything? Sure. Yeah, uh, yes. All um, right. And he kind of like claps his hands and a little clockwork table with little legs kind of like steam, little steam vent is like, 
It's not a modron, is it? It's not a modron, it's, but it is a very similar kind of clockwork design, and it kind of settles down, and these little drawers the slide out. Well, no, the food spills off. Drawers well. slide out, and you can see that kind of in like little wine racks, there are sealed glass bottles of water and things like that, and like little uh, little pastries that haven't rocked around yeah. too much, um, and it just kind of settles in place. Uh, and then after like you know a few moments, you guys have a chance to get a drink and things like that. Uh, Smeek is helping himself, like he's looking at the glass water, like biting it, and can't quite open it. Mm-hmm. I'll open it for him. <laughs> and and I think like when Nova sees the food, her stomach just audibly no. growls, and then she's just like trying. And it's all to like eat. little cakes and stuff. Oh, I'm just. She's trying to like just stuff him in her face, but like politely, but <laughs> like a squirrel, but ravenously, like, <laughs> yeah. like with your cheeks out wide. So um, but it doesn't take too long for a older-looking female gnome and an older-looking male gnome to kind of come out, and you can see that they're kind of holding hands. Uh, they're both wearing little rings on their fingers. Um, they both dress quite elegantly, little vests, like smart trousers. The lady has like a really nice dress on, but you can see that they're also covered in like not oil, but like a little bit of grease on their their cheeks. You can see that hands are very calloused, like they've worked very hard. You can see like form, form calluses. Um, and they look up and uh, they're like, well, hello, you must be Master Elanasto, uh, Sprocket of Sprocket and Lily. And he kind of offers a little hand and she's like, I'm Lily of Lily and Sprocket. Pleasure. Yeah, nice Pleasure to meet you. To meet you both. Uh, which one, Lily and Sprocket or Sprocket and Lily? Either works, we don't mind, do we, honey? <laughs> no, we don't mind, really. Um, well, we're, we must say that we were quite surprised to get a commission uh, from tall folks such as yourself. Mostly uh, it's the halfling traders that come to us, but we're very excited by the prospect. It's very strange to have a, a unique commission for a ship come in. Most people just want a trade vessel these days. Oh, well, I've heard wonderful things about your airships. Oh, I thank you very much. We, we pride ourselves. Anywhere else. Oh, you flatter. Oh, she's so nice, isn't he, dear? <laughs> It's like, well, I mean, so there's a few things that we need to go over. Now, we have received your initial payments, so we've begun working on a basic um, a basic frame. But obviously, there's a lot of options available to you, and so this is a chance for us to talk and go over those now that you've come down to see us. Yes, uh, do you have any ideas in mind? or well, I spent a couple of minutes thinking and mulling it over, just a little sketch, just a single... Of course, one. please, let's just, see it. If you wouldn't mind, just... It's awful, I mean, don't look at it. Thoroughly, I mean, you Oh, your yes, own mm, honey, he's actually knowledge. factored in the Ethereum engines here. That's very interesting. Oh, yes, there's a little bit of design and function, but the sky sail placement is quite, quite applicable. Mm, yes, I very much like the lightning design. This is, I mean, it's artistic. This isn't an engineering schematic, but we can see where you're going with Ma- Master Lanasta. Feel free to take Now, there are some things we're going to need to discuss. The weapon replacement is, is uh, not quite right. Well, but I had another idea about the weapon uh, placement. Uh, well, let's hear it. Uh, uh, you take this back. Is it now. possible? And then I've I've created a mouth design at the front. Mm. Is it possible to have a articulated mouth where a gun could come out the front? It is possible. Yes, actually. Um, the main thing the, the main thing we need to factor is how your crew will access it, um, and then how it will also be powered or, or used. Now, this depends. Uh, there's a, f- mm. a few options that we need to discuss. Um, mm. Now, I'm assuming, uh, judging by your companions here, the, some sort of mercenary work is in mind, or absolutely uh, discretion. Uh, of course, yes, of the utmost importance. We'll Not do our crashing. best. Absolutely no crashes, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, we would crash proof. Crash proof ship. Does that exist? Crash proof. Uh, the Lily kind of steps towards. He's like, "Well, dear, I'm afraid there's no such thing, but we do take mm-hmm. quite a lot of pride in our work. None of our ships have ever malfunctioned or failed." 
they have been destroyed by dragons and creatures and sky pirates, but that's really more of a you solution than our solution. Okay. Yeah, that's um, fine. With the payment I have given you, what yes. scope does that give us for additional features? That well, uh, that's a very good point, Mr. Alanasta. Let me just go over here. So we've received a payment of 30000 uh, which means that you are basically will we'll provide cosmetic features, so we can provide small magical enchantments if you wish to have a certain look or design. Um, going with a storm theme, lightning crackling up and down the bow, or being able to generate a small fog cloud around you. Um, not enough to disguise the ship, but to give it a kind of thematic style. Is there a way to uh, emulate shadow as if it is or is surrounded by shadow? Certainly, it would be purely illusionary and uh, cosmetic, but it is possible. Yeah. Uh, we can also build a weapon into into the ship as requested. Um, there would be, uh, let's see here, we'd also, this, the payment includes um, hiring of a crew, so we can provide you with crew. Now we do have some individuals selected for your uh, approval, um, and we can provide that. Now in terms of weaponry, there's a few options that we can provide. Um, there is a the basic ballista. Uh, are you familiar with a ballista? Yes. Uh, think of it as a very large crossbow. Um, no. <laughs> think of it as a very large crossbow. Uh, a large uh, set of arms with a very heavy pull, large uh, bolts uh, that are manually loaded and then manually fired. Um, that's easiest to produce, and we would be able to produce about four of those that would be bedecked on the ship. Um, another option is more magical in nature, that's more of my Lily's speciality. And she's like, oh, well, yes, I'm a little bit of an evocator myself. Um, we can construct an arcane cannon. Uh, this would be, um, it would take uh, a few moments to charge up, but then it would provide a very powerful blast of either um, any kind of elemental damage, so fire or cold or lightning or, or uh, something like that along those lines, like an elemental cannon. Um, it's a little bit more complicated to fire, but it is more powerful than a ballista. But we'd only be able to install the one arcane cannon, but it would be perfect in a kind of mouth formation at the front of a ship. Um, mm. The other option is a hydraulic ram, a kind of um, a piston, steam-powered based uh, that would erupt from the front of it. Very good if you intend to be very direct, uh, ramming ships or creatures out of the sky. Sounds awfully barbaric. Um, also, if we're having lunch at the time, on, in the officer's deck, then that would It would cause some problems, I do admit, yes. That, that would be... Uh, we can't have Difficult to maintain. So I'm thinking, uh, correct me, and, and please feel free, this is a group effort. Mm -hmm. uh, Balliste sounds more strategically good because we have more options of where they could be fired from. Yeah. yeah. And a, a cannon sounds wonderful, mm. and I wish I could afford both. However... Well, in time you can, Mr. Alan Astor. I mean, we can always add upgrades to your ship if you bring them back here to Gusthaven. Oh, well, uh, the initial payment just covers you for... Uh, this base model, but we can always add more at a later date. Perfect. Well, I think we'll go for the, unless anyone for has a good reason for the cannon. I object. No, I don't. I don't care. Right. Oh. Uh, Balliste? Yeah. yeah. Balliste's very Four? <clears throat> Two on each side? Or maybe a, a rear one? Uh, generally, we place uh, one at the uh, aft castle, the front of the ship, one at the quarter deck, the back and of the ship, either side. and then one on either side. Port yes. and Starboard. You know your sailing terms. Yes. Um, but yes, that's generally what we prefer. Now, most of the time, the ballista would be uh, used by your crew, which we're happy to help you provide. Um, but we can also offer some training over time if, if any of your companions here would like to learn. 
Right. Um, we'll also, I will also be instructing you on uh, how to use your ship, uh, Mr. Alan. So you'll need to come by here daily for lessons on how to run the ship. Daily? Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, we'll so pr- I haven't outlined here. However, I would like at least seven by seven meters squared of dance floor. Well, now, I mean... Are the ballista going to get in the way of that? There is some limitations you should be aware of, at least. Also, a full lighting setup so that I can change the mood of the dance at whim. That is possible. But, uh... Let's... I don't think I've ever seen you dance before. Oh, it's a spectacle. But I require a, a good dance floor in order to do so. Well, there are six there are six rooms in the ship that are yours to decide how you wish Top to use deck. them. Let's go over them. <laughs> you will have a the ship will always come with a main deck, a forecastle, and a quarter deck. So your main deck, your aft castle, and your quarter deck. So the front back. I don't need a castle ship. on the ship. That'd be absurd. <laughs> of course, how silly of us! Oh my goodness, dear. I know, dear. Just <laughs> there's also the officers' quarters and then the captain's quarters, which comes with a ready room, a sort of uh, large table where you can conduct meetings, uh, have dinner with your officers, that sort of thing. That all comes as standard. A large hold for cargo. Um, an Ethereum engine room as well, which will control your Ethereum engine. Um, and then a privy, uh, a bathroom if you need one. There are six rooms uh, which are really yours to design how you wish. Um, some of the options that we often provide is a medical cabin, guest cabins, a brig, an armory, um, additional cargo space, a workshop, and a kitchen. Um, if you wish to have one of those rooms as a dance floor, you are more than welcome. It's your ship. I don't want to be contained or feel restricted. I'm very open and like liquid when I dance. So, <laughs> um, so you could just dance on the main deck. So what you're saying is a dance floor is not a good idea. Are we all in agreement on that? I'm in agreement not on having that. Shit without I think we're all in agreement that a dance floor is probably a bad idea. Dumb. Dumb. I would say dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, Smeek is just basically saying, like, why, why are we not killing the small ones? <laughs> and he's, like, looking at the, the gnomes. <laughs> and he's got his halberd, and he's like, nah! I, I just, like, just gently just put my hand on him, just, <laughs> while I'm still, like, chewing. <laughs> I drop a cake in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I can... Use the top deck for dancing at times. It doesn't have to be a bespoke dance floor. You could dance in moonlight. Yeah, it could be a good de-stressed, de-stress method. Absolutely, that's the, po- that's the point. Yeah. Request, whenever you're going to do that, can you pre-warn me so that I can go elsewhere? Uh, it'd be difficult not to be involved in some way because mm. very loud mm. and all, I assume the size of this airship is traditional size. It is approximately about 80 feet long by about 20 feet wide. You'd hear me dancing on every floor. Fantastic. Hmm. Good to know. I want to see this now. You won't hear it. I thought you're down in the lower deck. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Now, the Aetherium engine, I've seen Mm. quite a few in my lifetime. Oh! I have one. All right. I've carried it for so long. A whole month. Here. Oh! Dig it out. <laughs> and you can see the gnomes are like, <laughs> this kind of large ball and device. Um, how you've been carrying it, I guess, with this plant saver. Um, they look at it and say, well, it's pretty badly damaged. Uh, this looks like it survived a crash. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, this is, um, it's certainly a good engine. Uh, we could repair this and use this, and that would reduce some of the cost um, necessary. We can refund some of the materials. To help and alleviate everybody's fears of airship crashing, how about we use this as a redundancy engine? Now, a dual engine system, wow, is that possible? It's like, you know, I have been reading some, some theories that it is possible. We could build it in, but have it on a separate system that can be disconnected in the case of an emergency. Well, we could do that, but what if we combine the two to give it extra power? Or well, we're running a risk there if we do that. And they seem to be going into like a little internal conversation. From the sounds of it, it's either a choice between speed and power or two engines in case that one fails. I prefer to not crash. What if it was um, a fail-safe engine, but at some times you could hook it up to so there is a dual engine for a boost? We could do that, but I think that that would actually, we'd need some extra materials. I'd need some additional things, probably to the, probably to the effective cost of about a thousand extra gold. We could do that. Mm. Um, but it would be risky. Using the secondary engine at the same time as the primary engine would be risky. It's not really been done before, and um, if you put the ship through any kind of stress whilst using two engines, there is a chance it could, 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 could cause one to blow. Stress fractures. Mm. Well, now, hooking I, them up as a, as a secondary redundant engine, I think that's possible. That's, that, that's something we can do. And this turbo could be modified in the future. Certainly. Something that we could come Let's back to. with redundancy yeah. for yeah. safety. All right. Get used all right. to the all airship, right. and then once Let's we get cocky, we can <laughs> hit the button. List <laughs> yeah, like, Red button. Redundancy engine. And that would save us from crashing. Oh, I finally ticked oh. that off my inventory. <laughs> all right. Um, now, Master Elonesto, there are a few things that we should go over. Do you have your officer crew decided? No. Well, you'll need to... We can provide a first mate. We'll offer you some suggestions, but if you have somebody in mind, the first mate should be somebody that you know you can work very well with. Mm. Um, they'll basically take on all of the responsibilities when you're absent, but they're also in charge of making sure the ship runs the way that you want it to be run. You'll also need, potentially, an engineer, a quartermaster, a doctor, and a cook. Those are very essential roles when traveling any sort of long distance. Um, we've prepared a small amount of notes, flip over your piece of paper, mm -hmm. uh, on who would be best to run for those kind of roles, uh, what kind of uh, skill sets that they might need or attributes that they might uh, be wise to have, you know, have strengths in. Um, and again, we can help provide those positions if you don't have people in mind already. Um, but can we fulfill these roles? Absolutely, of course you can. It just require training? Um, it, not really, it depends. For example, a doctor, you'll need somebody who is knowledgeable of healing or herbs. Oh, or we medicine. don't have any of those. Um, a quartermaster, <laughs> somebody who is... <laughs> a quartermaster is somebody who is skilled in navigation, who understands weather patterns, um, can you know guide you uh, when you're traveling, um, but also somebody who's good at keeping things in check and making sure that you know everything you have all the supplies you need that sort of thing an engineer they'll need to have both a lot of intellect and skill in arcane matters but you also want people that can do the manual labor of fixing uh, you know doing carpentry fixing any of the uh, the wooden hull or the metal stress points um, so they'll generally need to have skills in both of those things in terms of a cook, you want somebody who's good at making food, but you also want them to be personable. You need somebody that the crew can go to, that can, they can talk to, um, things like that. Very but we can provide, if you don't have somebody to fulfill all of those things, 
we can definitely provide that. Now, I believe that you have access to um, one very skilled professional, four unskilled professionals, and then a crew, which are your kind of general, they'll make sure all the sky sails are running, they'll man the ballista in case of an, an attack, that sort of thing. Um, right. Well, well, we'll need to have that discussion. Of course, of course. That's thank you. Yes, please. Well, you'll need to come back here. Anybody that you want to have as an engineer, I recommend that they stop by so that we can run them through the process of maintaining an Ethereum engine. Um, you'll also need to come by as we'll need to teach you helmsmanship. Um, as the captain, it's important that you know how to, to fly your ship. Yeah, very daunting. Yes, but very rewarding. This is, uh, this is your ticket to the open world, to the skies, to travel as you need to. Designing it has been a great distraction this week, so well, I've had a lot of fun. Good. With it's, me and Smeek. It's a wonderful experience. I'm assuming Smeek is the goblin that is looking at my family rather aggressively. Incredible artist. Look at the background of that image. The goblin did this. He did that. Well, I guess you learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's nothing else, we'll leave you to make some decisions. Um, we can get working on the ballista, and with your design, we can begin on the, the visual appearance of the ship. Um, but in terms of crew, you'll need to have some thoughts. Um, and in terms of the extra rooms as well, like I said, there is six potential rooms that you can choose from. So whatever you think you're going to need. Um, Very well, thank you. My, my pleasure. Looking forward to this. Our very own airship. Finally, we can get... Anywhere. We, yeah. All these places that I listed earlier, we can finally get to all of them. Not without, space, though. We, well, no, but we don't really want to go there. Not yet! <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> A voice. Over. Hesper. Hesper oh. said it. Not yet. In your mind. Oh my God. <laughs> quiet. Quiet now. Adar. Quiet. 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 Yes. <laughs> Not yet. So, so I should oh. turn up tomorrow? Yes. Yes. And if you have somebody in mind as an engineer, then bring them along as well. Will do. Uh, who do I want as an engineer? I'm assuming you can go back to your, yeah. your temporary accommodations. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are the job roles again? We need a first mate. Someone that is high charisma. Uh, the duty is to be main liaison between the captain and the crew. So attend to the everyday needs of the ship and generally look after the ship in the captain's absence. Well, that needs to be in all of our absence, so it can't be any of us. Yes, so that is something that they will provide you. They will provide you with a first mate, and I'm happy for you guys to design that first mate. And if you want to pick a Raya, you can pick a Raya. If you want to pick another NPC that you've met, if you want to find that NPC Score. and hire them. Um, or you can just be like, we want a halfling Number four female blah blah blah, and you can just you can make up an NPC, basically. I'll let you guys make up an Tormen. NPC if you want. Torment. Torment. Zombie no, Torman. No, no, that's die. son of Torman. <laughs> yeah. This is his dad. Oh, I see. Torman Senior. Yeah. If you want Torman Senior, you can have Torman Senior. Where's uh, my son? Torman. Uh. So first, first mate is the only one I would, I would highly recommend you make an NPC because they are to run the ship when you're not, when you're off adventuring. Um, and they can provide that. Um, then you have the four roles, which is engineer, quartermaster, doctor, and cook. But as part of the cost for the airship, you also get a trained hireling for untrained hirelings, which could also fulfill those roles. Now, obviously, the untrained hirelings won't be as good, yeah. but the trained hireling could absolutely be a doctor, a cook, a quartermaster. But they could engineer. take like the roles while we're not on the ship. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. I feel like an engineer is a very important role mm -hmm. to keeping this thing actually functioning and working properly. 
Yeah. So we need someone highly intelligent, knows a lot about engines, probably carried one around for months. And yeah. strong as well. Like all the parts <laughs> be moved around. Well, it doesn't need to be one person. You could have somebody as a head engineer, for example, who runs the engine, and then you could have somebody to help them carry stuff and fix wood and, you know, do the labor, the basically. Deck. Yeah. People. Yeah, you could, you could even have the crew help with that stuff. They won't be as good, but they could definitely do it. Very intelligent person. Someone knows their technical stuff. Really yeah. likes books mainly. Just say Nelva! Oh my god! Come somebody back. say it! Never! <laughs> Thank Never. you, Speak! Nova? Um, actually, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I did think about this, and um, I, I did write up a sort of curriculum vitae. I thought I'd like to submit it for application. Please consider me. You, Thank you. A what? Oh my She's god. She's applying for the position. She's trying to see me. No, but this has 20 pages. Yeah, just, I just really wanted to do a good job. I mean, I know, you, I know you've probably got loads of other applicants. If you've I got the like, job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're the engineer. I mean, congratulations. Yay! Yay! Probably were a few applicants. You might need to ask I'm a few questions. Um, are you highly intelligent? I'd like to think so, Do yes. Do you feel like you're responsible for providing technical advice and ship repairs and maintenance efforts? I mean, if not, could you learn about it and be good at it? That was pages 15 Did you just ask Nova 18? if she could learn about something? He's asking me to ask questions. I feel like it's fruitless. Are you a giant book nerd who's going to do the best job out of everyone? Yes! That I believe that's covered in pages 15 to 18 of ICV. Dear God, did you write all of that? Yes. She's Nobody's really the best person everything. for the job. Come on. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yes. She's good. Okay. I just Thank you, Lucius. I won't let you down. I can carry stuff if you need someone to well, carry stuff. Well, if you do let us down, we'll crash. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Quartermaster. No pressure. So, a quartermaster. High wisdom. Now, I'm out. I mean, you're literally <laughs> reading the page for sure. <laughs> a quartermaster plots the ship's course. Perfect. Studies the weather. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Keeps birdie. a check on ship supplies and cargo. Sure. And the surgeon and the cook report to the quartermaster directly. Perfect. Oh. There's a responsibility there as mm. well. There's I, someone that's good with weather, uh, be, very wise, yeah. can plot some courses, knows storms, land Knows maps, well. probably looks at maps, has a spyglass probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Both eyes. Do you have a 20-page... He has a storm in his yeah. eye, therefore I think he's the best candidate. I, I can see potential courses that we haven't even taken yet. Oh my god. <gasps> I mean, Quill! Yes. Quill. Does <laughs> anyone suggest otherwise? This is a democracy here. Nope. Quill! Quill. I didn't Speaks like Quill. I vote Quill. Quartermaster yeah. Quill. Perfect. QQ. Thank you, Captain Lucius. I don't know salute. how to salute. <laughs> I hit my own face. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rim a salute. We need to work on that. But next we have the doctor. Who could be a doctor? Uh, High wisdom, high intelligence. (laughs) Attends to physical injuries, illnesses, and general health of the crew. I mean, Smith just looks up at everyone. I can do the occasional heal, but. I think we need a a definitive role. Because the doctor could be very useful. I looked after a princess for quite a while. Could we could we make it one of the like the skilled person? We we have the option to have a highly skilled doctor, hiring. <coughs> and that could be a yep. doctor. Yep. You I feel do. like your responsibility century are, are greater than that of being solely a doctor. Okay. Plus, yeah. it would feel weird if you report to me. Yeah, you'd have to report, report to Quill. To Quill. 
Captain Quill. Captain. No, no wait, Captain. Quartermaster, Captain. Quill. Quartermaster Quill. I'm trying to remember. Mm. Quartermaster Quill. That's got a really good ring to it. It does, actually. QQ. QQ. QQ! We could just call you Q. <laughs> it's time for a little game. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, maybe a specialised uh, hireling for the, the mm-hmm. doctor. Mm-hmm. And the cook. Is anyone a specialist cook here? It's funny, like, Nova actually has high constitution and high charisma. So it's like, whoops. We could also we could give up your engineer role to a, a relatively skilled hireling, not a... Yeah, do you want to stop being the chief engineer and be the cook? I didn't say that. I just certainly <laughs> is funny that that's actually the role I'm more suited to because I'm not strong. But... Think, no. Like I said, the engineer, you don't, you don't have to be both. It's just it's useful to have somebody that's strong that you can help with tasks or oh, the crew. strong girls. Yeah. It's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're free of their services. Also, I'm just going to help him when there's storms as well because, you know. Just hold him. Yeah. 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 I think it's good that not all of us have a responsibility on the ship, that we are free. You two are free to roam the ship and also keep your heads focused on the task beyond the airship. Yeah, and I also imagine, I imagine that these two the are also the security crew. team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, these are yeah. the fucking head they're security. The team. Yeah, they're the wharfs. <laughs> well, there's wharf, and then yeah. there's another non non angry wharf. Tuvok. Yeah, Tuvok. Yeah. So we need a cook. Uh, does anyone have we come across a good cook on our travels? Sentry hasn't ever eaten. I wouldn't so be a maybe good cook. <laughs> Flavours are not my specialty. Although she does. Arvel, Arvel did some cooking. I don't Rosalina think Rosalina was Arvel amazing. Was a cook. Rosalina. <gasps> she was Would she want to leave Rose Hall? My mum's a great cook. Not. She runs her own cafe. What about the. Um, I mean, that, we could yeah, have Nova's mum come on this ship. That'd be kind of amazing. <laughs> There are, and just as a point, you don't necessarily need to fill all these roles out now. Uh-huh. You can be like, well, we'll just eat rations, but that will affect the crew's morale. Like, having a good cook is a very big thing for crew morale. How about we hire uh, an actual cook for now? Yeah, you can have one of the unskilled hirelings be a cook, and they'll just make normal food. They just won't be very be good. Be better than rations yeah. for now. And I think it's better mm-hmm. than all of us being a full-time cook on the ship. I think we've got greater matters at hand. Okay, so the most important one in that case is the first mate. What about Sana? Yes. Sana. She'd probably want a lot of money because she's a well, so is actual Araya. mercenary. Araya's a mercenary too. Yeah, but you, you could, yeah, you They're could go and you could try and contact them and Sana tell them to come Araya to Gusthaven. Are probably the most skilled Araya people that we know. Had a boat, not in this form. Araya would but definitely be the best, but obviously that depends on certain people's opinion on that. <laughs> I, I am quite happy to play Araya so yeah. that you're not like jumping between characters. <laughs> yeah. like, it depends if and then if like if anything happened to Sentry, I, you would just take control of Araya. Okay, again. cool. So Sounds question good. is that would be the first mate, right? Yeah. Araya first mate. If you want to. We can ask. Yeah. She was highly skilled. And we do know her. What? And we trust her. What about your nanny? I would love to have my nanny on board, don't get me wrong, but I feel like she doesn't want to leave Gusthaven. She feel, felt Until a lot more like a free agent than uh, the other ones. I don't think I could afford my nanny. <laughs> uh, probably not. She's fierce. She's aggressive. She could kill me. She's skilled. So could Araya. Very skilled. So could, could most. So could most people. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So maybe not recruiting people based on whether or not they could kill you. I think that's <laughs> yeah. a great criteria. True. Because I want that person to be on my side and not anyone else's. That's else, true. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
Whoops, higher star bait. You, you have 10 minutes to make a decision, and then we're going to take a break. <laughs> you have, we have the... Get Hadar, why not? Why not? <laughs> Whole family. Okay. Captain. Captain. Captain Lucius. Lucius. Oh, Captain, my Captain. First mate, Araya. If if she wants to, I can... Yeah. I can Let's I can, ask her, if not. I can send her a message. Highly trained, highly. Mm-hmm. Engineer. Nova. Reporting for duty, Captain. Quartermaster Quill. Yes. Reporting, Captain. If we get Araya, we have the highly skilled hireling as a doctor. And then we get a skilled hireling, unskilled hireling, as a cook for now until we find a better cook. Hmm? Yes, you can absolutely do that. And now the rooms. We need to think of the rooms. So I'm thinking we knock three of them through for the dance floor. Now, no. to begin with, no. it can start it. No, no, no. For morale, I think it's important. No. Democracy! No. <laughs> I taught him that word. That's Democracy! A, that's a big Very word. good, Smeek. I think ah! you can see him just like eating cakes. So, some options are a medical cabin, I think that's important. We need oh, yeah. If you're going to hire a doctor, you need a medical cabin. Yeah. yeah. Medical cabin is one. Med bay. Of the six rooms we can have. Mm hmm. So, five left. Guest cabins? That sounds like a good idea. We yeah. are meeting new people all the time. True. Yeah. Yes. A brig? Do we need a brig? That might be handy. Throw him over the side. That's awful. If you don't want to have a full brig, you can just have things like manacles and put them in guest quarters. Like, okay. but obviously a brig is more of a punishment for like crew as well. Like, mm. these crew are misbehaving, put them in the brig. But if you feel like you can keep your, your crew's morale high and they're not going to cause any problems like that, then you could just use guest quarters for like the occasional prisoner. You could just okay. literally manacle Honestly, them. Honestly, if you're not out of line. Over the side, you know. Okay. What I mean? Yeah, that is also another option. You oh can just goodness. throw them over the side. <laughs> Lucius doesn't say that. No. What about a <laughs> brig dance floor mix, and then that'll get them talking. Uh, you just dance in front of them. That's horrendous <laughs> punishment. No, you can't put anyone through that. True. It'd be nice Tell me everything you know. <laughs> <laughs> as, part, Stop. As, as a point, as part of the magical cosmetics, you could have like a disco room, which is just playing music constantly and like flashing lights. And it's my one I favorite song. Terrible way you could use your <laughs> sword. Loop. You're in Star Metro. I think a workshop would be good. Yeah, yeah for like because repairs. tinkering and also you know and also repairing things. Yeah, well, a workshop would be more like an arcane slash tinkering workshop. So like your repairs on the ship, you can just do those on the ship okay. normally. But a workshop would be more things like for if Nova wanted to start making like weird magical items, if you wanted or like you know you wanted to like start forging weapons or building, making potions, stuff like yeah. that. So like, it'd be more of like a magical workshop. Really I think good. that's good. Mm -hmm. And Nova can experiment with new magical Buh. artifacts and items that she's, like improving Sentry's laser weapon. You could have a whole room for that. What's yeah. a laser? Uh, a fire lance. Yeah. Fire lance. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking we have a kitchen. That's important. Yeah. But I think a mess room would be very useful as well. Yeah. You, could have them, you could have them both together. So a kitchen mess room. Yeah. So that it allows all the crew to get together at lunchtime, eat some good food, and keep morale high, mm -hmm. and talk to each other, and therefore tell the cook what's going on. We have a good cook that feeds that information back to us. And that's the point of a cook. Excellent. Good idea. So that's four out of the six currently. So med bay, guest cabin, workshop, kitchen slash mess. The rest is up to us. We could have an armory. Which of course would hold. So what that would do is, if you have an armory, you could then when you you could buy like say like you because you've got ten crew, and if you ever get in a fight, that crew will fight for you. So they'll take things. 
if you spend money on the armory, you'll upgrade your crew's gear. So like you'll give them better armor, better weapons, stuff like that basically. We'll, we'll basically factor it. The more you improve the armory, the better combat bonus your crew will have in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Awesome. Or like close quarters combat. That's very cool. <clears throat> I like that. Hmm. Maybe we should have an armory. Okay. Yes. It seems sensible hmm. to upgrade the crew. Mm-hmm. So that's five that's or six. Five, yep. And then if you've got another idea, like those were just my suggestions, like you could have a wacky idea and be like, oh, we want to have a scrying room for Quill or a temple to Hesper and you could build that into <gasps> Cartography room. You could have library. a cartography room. A you could have a library. library. library room. A soft warm room. A study room. A soft warm room. A soft play. Soft play room. It's, it's, just, yeah. just, like, it's just a, a furnace. <laughs> a padded cell. Oh. If you want to have a soft play room, you can have a soft play room. Ooh. With a trampoline. Yeah. I mean, trampoline maybe not in inside a ship's <laughs> hold, but you could definitely have like soft. nice soft carpet and bean bags and stuff like that in there if you want. Oh. A little ball pit. I guess like I a cargo those in real life. hold. <laughs> you already have a hold. You yeah. could have a bigger hold. You could say we want to expand the hold. No, that's all right. I was just making sure there was one. Hmm. Hmm. Or we could we just leave it and then you could leave it as a like, blank room. Yeah. And then just have that built at a later date. Yeah. I need to make a decision now. What about an emergency exit? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the sign. Fire you, door. If you wanted to try and build like a like a landing ramp, like you could have like a kind of like a like a bomber like ramp at the back for like crew to jump out of or people to jump on, like a you can have that if you want extra access to the ship. I don't, don't want to get that close to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, if you want to do like cool like adventuring squad jumping out of the airship, like like Lila Wars, they did that with the tanks. They were the best levels. Sorry, ignore me. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Star Trek Voyager whenever they blank. made it land. Let's, let's keep that room as a, mm -hmm. an option, and once we start our travels, I'm sure you'll figure out. We'll need stuff. something. Need room sure. for something. There'll be a well, place where books and maps can go. It will probably end up that way anyway. I imagine. As, as a navigator, you'll probably have like things in your room. You can store them for. Yeah, also, the, bedroom. Oh, yeah. Do we have like individual? Yes, you have. You'll have each of the offices will have a room. So quartermaster, engineer, uh, doctor, uh, first mate will have rooms. The captain has his own quarters. The rest of you will be in the hold where the general crew sleep. Okay. <laughs> so wow. you could you could build more. Well, actually, no, you've got guest cabins. Yeah. So, so you could also have like until we have guests. You could have like Sentry and Ayla stay in the guest cabins until you have guests, and then you'd have to. Kick we'll make them the out. guest quarters extra soft. Could I? Yay. You could build more crew quarters as your spare room if you wanted as well. Could I sleep in the engine room? Like, I don't know if you wanted to, then you could give up your officer cabin. Loud engine. Because then there's a free room. It is quite it. loud. But yeah, you could try. Um, it's like white noise. Yeah. Could I ask? Voxar. Yes. The city way to the north, what was that called? The one that we didn't go to in the end. It was like the main city. There was a druid there, I think. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Um, oh, because oh, the cave, doesn't there, it? There was like an airship dock there. Wasn't it's hard. No. Why do you ask it. me these questions? I have it written down somewhere. Or like, or it's like, in it's in my notes somewhere. I guess the nearest dock. I'm just gonna try and find it. <laughs> what um, if we had a room which had it, was another it, it, ground based vehicle? Catavar. 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 Yeah. Catavar. Catavar. Yeah. That's it. Catavar. Quick question, sorry. Yep. Um, you know how we had Wyvern armor made and sent to De uh, to Arvel's house yeah. in Goldthrone? Mm -hmm. How long would it take for him to ship it to Gusthaven? Um, depends how much you pay, really. You could have it like teleported here for quite a lot of money, 
or you could have it sent by Messenger Guild, which will take more time. Um, if you're gonna wait for Araya, like if you're gonna wait for Araya to arrive, it's probably gonna take her time to get to Catavag and then teleport circle to Gusthaven, oh. which you're probably gonna have to pay the cost for. Um, I don't think Araya's gonna have the money to do that, but you can pay for it. You can just basically like, we'll cover the teleportation. She can sell the potions she had. How much? Or the it? shield. <laughs> Would it cost extra to get a teleportation circle in that other room? So, yeah, so teleportation circles, um, the way that they work is, I believe, to make them permanent, you have to cast it once every day for a year. Yeah, it takes a really long time to make them. Yes. So that's why they're very rare. So wait, what's the plan for Araya? Because I, I just wrote down like a sending message. So you'd, you'd send her and basically say, like, go to Catavag and get a teleportation circle to Gusthaven. Well, you, well, you could just say, come to Gusthaven. I said, I've got exactly 25 words here. Yep. Araya, it's Quill. We've got an airship. Want in? More adventure, more loot. Maybe revenge? Let us know. Pick you up in Catavag. Okay, bye. Okay. Aww, you could, I love it. Yeah, you would, you would send something <laughs> okay, to bye. go and get basically. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, no, are you sending to tell her directly? Yeah, but if you're meeting her in Cantervag, I guess you would... Yeah, we're you, not going. You need the first mate before you can really set sail. Damn it. She needs to come well, to Gusthaven. Well, I'd change the message to come to Gusthaven. Yeah. See you, bye. Okay, love you. Yeah. Bye. Every day for one year, and it costs 50 GP to cast it. T-Y. And you need a, it's a fifth level spell. BB. Yikes. So, teleportation. It's something you could do in the future, though. If one of you, like, I think Quill or maybe Lucius can learn teleportation circle, and then you could build it onto the ship. That'd be cool. I mean, like, an- and you might be able to expand the ship size. Like, like as you rank the airship up, you'll actually increase the amount of rooms. You can add kind of like um, base building in XCOM, where like as you upgrade the ship, you'll have like extra slots you can unlock. Oh, that's so cool. Can you you might even be able to get like extra planar rooms where it's just a door, and you go through it and you're in an extra planar oh, room. Dimensional rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. I've asked Quill to send a message to Arvel asking if he's a good cook. <gasps> and also, did he get our armor? Okay, sure. Just, yep, I mean, it's going to happen, but just as a point, Arvel is a, a owner of Business a very, owner. very successful trading company. Uh, I don't think he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to come become a cook on an edge. Yeah, same as, same as like um, Rosalina as well. Like, just I mean, Rosalina owned a tavern. It's yeah. a bit easier for Rosalina to go like, yeah, sure, I'll give that up for Fine. these people I met like, for two days. Is it? Like I said, maybe. You'll need to convince her. All right, I'm, all I've done is sent one message to Orion. Okay. Okay. But seriously, how long would it, how much would it cost to teleport that armor? Um, so basically it's the same cost as a person because you're basically paying for the courier to be teleported um, so probably 500 gold yikes yep teleportation circles are pretty expensive they're oh. generally only for nobles super wealthy merchants who are just like mm, I don't want to wait teleport me <laughs> that was um, it's cool we've got an airship we'll just go there what yeah. about messenger girls uh, cheaper probably around 50 gold but it will take like weeks to get here. Oh. Um, I've got a Messenger Guild card. Yeah? Yeah, gets Black me free, you want, free. So is Quill gonna go to the Messenger Guild? Yeah, no. No, actually, no, you're right. Yep, <laughs> thought I was. Don't worry about it. Actually, that so, reminds me. So, we are gonna take a break, mm. and then when we come back from the break, I guess we will assemble the rest of the crew. Yeah. Assemble! To- so it'll take Araya a week, basically, to sail to Catavag and then teleport Circle. Um, and well, me and Ree will talk about whether she accepts as well. Yeah. Yes. Storm Chasers Assemble! Yeah. Storm Chaser! The airship has a name. Wait, did you just say Storm Chasers? Did you just name our group? Storm Chasers. I don't know, did we? 
Did we just name a group? Let's just find out. <laughs> we'll see you after the break. See you in five. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out D&D Beyond with the links in the episode description. You can also support our podcast on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash highrollers, giving you early access to podcast episodes and more. We'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode when the team start interviewing to fill positions in the airship crew. We'll see you then.